Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What's up, y'all? This is Biddy from DGB. I'm here to put y'all up on game about Anchor. Now, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a quick rundown. Now, basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Now, here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or the computer. So no matter what your setup is, you can start creating today. That means you can't make no excuses about you got to go on Amazon, get this microphone, get this certain camera. I need this and that. No, you can go right on Anchor, record today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify and any other places where you uh, listen to podcasts. Um, You can do that with a single tap. It's easy. Just record, click. Anchor is also the only place where you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. Now, with Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. All you got to do is go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what's your excuse, man? Get started. Like, now. Yo, yo, it's your boy AZ Production. I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastards. <laughs> she said she like my car, she like how my 40 ride. She see me with the stars, now she want to know me now. Let's get him, man. All right, so we got the legendary AZ Production off the porch with us today, man. How you feeling, bro? Man, I'm cooling. I'm, I'm in the house. Well, I'm on the porch right now, but I'm being in the house. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, bro. like being outside. I never really liked being outside, for real. Really? I mean, I was just in so, like, in that grind mode where, like, I just had to be outside. Yeah. But I'd rather be in the house. No, nah, man. I appreciate you coming by today, man. No, nah, for sure. Yeah, man. So what part of Chicago are you from? Oh, I'm from the south side of Chicago. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So growing up, um, did you think this is what you're going to be doing for a career? Nope. I had hoop dreams. Yeah. You know, everybody thought they was going to the NBA. I was hooping on like little AAU teams, but what happened for real, when I stayed in the city of Chicago, like I was like a third grader hooping on the sixth grade team because it was no rules. Like they just told me to go out there, you good, just go out there and play. So I'm out there just doing whatever, like it wasn't no structure. Like the school just didn't care. It was like a neighborhood school. Like Dirk went to that school too. With yeah. uh, We was both in the same grammar school. So it was like the coaches was cool with me. So they was just like, go out there, hoop. So I'm thinking I'm good, hooping, whoop. So I go, my parents moved to the south suburbs. My grandma's still staying in that area, but I moved um, to the south suburbs. I went and trial for an AAU team in the south suburbs. They was like, okay, look, we gonna do a, a three-man weave. <laughs> I'm looking around like, bro, what is this? So it's like two players, <laughs> and you gotta pass to that player, to pass to the middle, then the middle pass. I didn't know none of that. So I ain't make the team, so it was like, Dang, like I can't get you because I never known none of the structure of the 
like real structure. I was just hooping, like, you know what I'm saying? Like some and one type of hooping. So <laughs> once I didn't make the team in South Suburbs, I just said, forget it. I played football, basketball for a little bit, but I really wanted to go to the NBA, but that was, you know, but nah. I ain't. It all worked out for yeah. you. Yeah, it worked out. <laughs> yeah. So were you always like a creative type growing up too? I was always goofy. Like I was always class clown. Like, I think I was really supposed to be in front of the camera. Like, right. I just so happened to end up behind it, you know, becoming bored and shooting music videos. But now that I'm like in front of the camera, people are like, wait a minute, like, is he really this funny? Or is he just acting like, but they don't know because I've never been in front of the camera. So now that they see like, oh, wait, you should have been doing stuff in front of the camera. But I was just always on grind mode. Like, I never thought to put myself in front of the camera. For yeah. so. so when did you first pick up a camera? What? How did that all happen for you? Uh, I picked up a camera. My first camera I picked up was my mama camera. Okay. It was a camera she used to take our pictures when we graduated or if it was our birthday. It was like a little pink little camera like this big. So one day I flicked it on and I saw it did video. So I'm like, oh, okay. I just flicked it off. So um, I was just at home bored and ran across Windows Movie Maker. Oh, wow. So I'm like, dang, like, how do you work this? Like, what do this do? But I had nothing to edit. So I'm like, so how am I supposed to do something on this app or a software that I don't have nothing to edit? I, my little sister, she was like six years, seven years younger than me. I told her to record me rapping a Drake song. <laughs> I think it was like best I ever had or something. And I took the footage and edited it. Like, I, one shot, oh, I killed them with this one. One shot, I put the the camera in the fan and lay in the bed and did one. Oh yeah, they was eating it up on MySpace. They was like, man, this is good. Like, so I I had to start off by doing other rapping other people's songs to test, like, to just play with the footage. And the first thing I did that went viral, I took the Soldier Boy cranked that song and I put a bunch of SpongeBob clips together. It made it look like SpongeBob was doing the crank that. Oh yeah. It went like over two hundred thousand views on MySpace. So I thought I put that up and got to doing the videos. I, I think I did Turn My Swag On, Best I Ever Had, and some other. It was just like my sister recorded me, and I was just editing and put it out. Because that was the only way I had to edit. Like I couldn't hit up rappers like, hey, let me shoot your video. I never shot a video. And then I had a pink camera that was my mama's. Anyway, so I'm not going out. So all I had was that. And then I shot um, my homie. He rapped. Two of my homies, they rapped. And he had an old camera. It wasn't even HD. It was just like one of them cameras you put on and you flip out. I said, let me buy this camera. He, I think he told me $800 or something. And I had got four from working at Walgreens. And I think my brother gave me the other 400 And then I bought that. And I shot their video with the camera. They, they just sold me. I shot they, them a video. And I put it on. At this time, it was now we on Facebook. Okay. So I put it on Facebook. And everybody from high school was like, how you do that? You shot it. How much you would charge me? So everybody in high school was trying to get me to shoot videos. And then after that, it was just like, a, I don't think I never really shot nobody else from high school, but everybody like from high school was under the post. Like, man, what, how y'all do this? Like, we was just like the man. Cause they was like, how y'all shooting music videos? But I was practicing from doing the, you know, record myself type of thing. So I did that. And then that just translated to like little local rappers in Chicago. Like, Hey man, let me uh let's shoot how much you charge. So I'm like, wait, you gonna pay me to do this? I think I told him like fifty dollars or something. And I just, $50. I just kept going from there. 
Started off with $50. Um, were you branding AZ at the beginning? Uh, you know what? I always, it was just, I used to put on the video, like, I wish I still had that SpongeBob video. I don't know. I think MySpace took all their videos out, but I used to put on there, this is AZ production. So eventually, I think when I shot music video, I just took the this is off. But that's okay. why I always had that on there, this is AZ production. But I had like a sentence. So I just took the this is off and just, you know, AZ production on there. Yeah. So what was one of the first videos you shot that was actually dope and actually like kind of took off for you too? I mean, it would probably be dope for the time of when it was. <laughs> um, you know what? I can't really say it was a video that I did that like took off because once I started doing like King Louis and Dirk and I, I was doing so many videos, they was all coming out at the same time. Oh yeah. Like, so the first video I did was a King Louis. It was called, uh, it was called, so I forgot what the name of it was, but I did that. But at the time he was like the biggest artist, like did Keith and all them. So I think I did one of his vids and they did like, 50,000, 100,000. So back then, that was a lot of views oh, yeah. for us. So I that think was a lot of views did, for anyone on YouTube yeah, back no, then. Yeah, for sure. So I think I did that video, but in between, I had dropped some other stuff, but that was probably the highest view one. But I was just doing so much, you know, at the same time of doing that. So I wouldn't necessarily say I had a like a breakout vid because I was doing so many videos. I was getting known for all of them, in a sense. <laughs> so it was like, oh, he the person that's doing all that. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't like, somebody's song had blew up and I got big because that song blew up. Because at that time, nobody had like big songs. It was just all local Chicago music. Yeah. Yeah. So um, when did you link back up with Dirk? You mentioned knowing him from school, but when did you start shooting videos for him? Um, I had shot a video for somebody and Dirk hit me on Facebook like, man, bro, I rap now. He said, me and Lil Reese, I didn't even know Reese, who Reese was. He said, me and my homie Lil Reese, just shot this video. He sent me a video they had shot. I'm like, oh yeah, we gotta do something. I don't know how long after we linked after that, but that's, the, the, he hit me and was like, man, we gotta do something. I rap now, I see you shoot videos. And then the first video I shot for uh, Dirk, he was a feature with my homie, uh, King Skrilla. Okay. So it was like, like, it was like, he like my cousin. So he had the song with Dirk. I shot their video together. And then right after that, I shot Dirk's first video with him by itself. It was called Jack Boys. So I shot that. And then after that, that's when everything just really just like, I started shooting everybody. Because if you go look at the Jack Boys video, Keith was in it. Fredo was in it. Like in the back, if you like look around the entourage, all of it was in the video. So I think from there, it was just like, Reese hit me on Facebook. Like, shoot something. Fredo hit me. Keith hit me. Chop hit me. Like literally everybody was like, you, you raw, let's do something. So then I think I just started doing everybody videos and it was just like, no looking back from there, it was just like, out of here. Like, I was just doing everybody in Chicago videos, literally, like, that fast. Did you ever expect that whole movement to blow up the way it did? Mm -mm. It, it literally like blew up before our eyes, we didn't even notice it blowing up. Cause I was literally dropping like four or five videos a week. It'd be a SD video, a key video, a Fredo video, a key video. Uh, uh, a Dirk video, uh, a Tink video, uh, her Bibby video, like Gino Marley, Trey Savage, Blood Money, Capo. Like it was so many rappers that I literally was dropping a video almost every day and it'd be a different <laughs> rapper. So it was like, I'm probably even forgetting some people like, cause it was more like artists like Jess Glow, like 
that was with them, they were still getting views too, because everybody was hot, Ball Out, Tato. Like it was literally like unlimited rappers. So it's like, it was not a day I wasn't shooting something. I'd shoot like two or three in a day. I'd go shoot a video with Keith, then I'd go link up SD, then I'd go shoot one with Fredo, and then I'd go home, edit it. And back then we was killing with the previews. We oh, used yeah. to put out 30 second previews and say coming soon and then drop the next day. <laughs> and you wanna know what's crazy? They never seen none of the videos before they came out. None of the artists didn't see them? There was not no private link. Like, they, when you dropping it, I say at three, all right. And when it come out, that's when they watch it. <laughs> like, the video, if it was still like that now, it'd, it'd, like, it'd be more fun. Now you gotta send it to the label. Label one to check, make changes. Then you gotta send it back. Oh, put our logo. Oh, when it was just shoot a video, drop it, it is like, that was, I ain't have to listen to nobody. Like, yeah. they just like, you, you finished with the vid? Yeah, I'm gonna drop it today. I right, bet. And when they come out, <laughs> that's when they watch it, when they come out. So if I put, I don't even like them for real, I'm just shooting these videos and that was on the video, they wouldn't have known until it was out. Like, they literally didn't ask for the link or nothing. They was like, let me know when you drop it. And it just came out. Yeah, I saw a tweet that you had shared that you were shooting three to four videos and having them done the next like, day. Next day, like, I just went home, edited it. Cause I was never big on like effects and nothing like that. Yeah. I always was just more into like cinematic, the color, the shots, the, you know, angles. Like I was never, so you know, that effect stuff takes so long, but by me just going in having my style of editing, I was able to do it in one day. Like yeah. it didn't take me long at all. So I was getting them back the next day. Yeah, and you're, you know, you're rightfully given credit for helping blow up that scene as well, man. Uh, yeah, it's like one, it, during the time of it, I didn't notice. But now when I sit down and look at all the videos and all, I'll be like, I really did all this by myself. Like, I can't even remember half of the stuff. Like somebody be like, hey, remember that one video you shot? I'll be like, I did? It's like, I really don't remember because I'm shooting three or four videos a day and then putting it out. It's like, I don't even remember. I edited it, put it out. Like I don't even remember the names of the song. You like, you know that one video when y'all was all three in the kitchen? And I'll be like, that's like a thousand videos going through my head. We'd be in the kitchen. So it's like, it'd be crazy. Like as I sit back now and look, as I got like, I got time to like sit back and reflect. I'd be like, I did a lot of videos for like, like 10, 12 videos for Dirk, seven for Reese. Like even outside of Chicago rappers, mm -hmm. like, cause when I transitioned to come down here, I was killing them out here because I was doing, it was like everybody was starting to move out of Chicago. So I came down here and got to do a skip of the flipper, Rich the Kid. I did some Migos videos, Hood Rich Pablo Juan, um, Jose Guapo. So it's like after I like finished with the Chicago movement, I came down here and started doing stuff. It wasn't too many people down here that was known. Like you had the older people like mm -hmm. Cricket. But they was doing like Gucci Man, like, but there was nobody in that like Rich the Kid, Skipper the Flipper era that was just killing it. So I saw I was wide open. I'm like, slide on up in here. Yeah. And that's what I did. Yeah, and you were dropping all these videos on your channel, and your channel oh, yeah, exploded, it was on, man. That's why I said they knew, because it's like, you know what, some new, if you want to hear some new Chicago music, you knew where to come. And then I started doing Atlanta stuff, so it was just like, dang, like, that's what we need to come if you want to hear, you know what I'm saying, new stuff. But that started to change once people started signing the labels and not everybody got their own YouTube page. Mm -hmm. Like look, Younger directors hit me all the time like, bro, I can't get my page to blow up. It's because all the big artists they doing, it's on the artist page. Yep. So that's why I tell them you got to capitalize off the behind the scenes. 
It's like you can't, they can't tell you, you can't put some footage up of yourself shooting. Mm -hmm. So it's just, they gotta like, I'm just gonna get out some free game. So this is what you gotta do. You gotta do the behind the scenes and don't put their music in it. It's just yeah, you be talking or get you some yeah. royalty free music to put over the little clips where nobody talking. Put that out and you just gotta eat off the behind the scenes. It's like, if they not gonna do it, they gotta come somewhere that they wanna see how did this video come about or what this rapper did before the video. There you go. That's your, that's, now you're building your page up because they know if they want to see the hottest behind the scenes, that's where it come. Yeah. Like, that's what you got to do. If you, can't, if you can't do that, it's like directors always get the short end of the stick. Like we literally at the bottom for real. Yeah. Like producers, they got the split sheets. They, 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 they get paid off of forever. A director, you get paid one time and it's over with. Like, so once your money run out of whatever you shot for that, it's over with. You're not getting paid from it no more. No, no YouTube money. I don't even want to send you a plaque. You got to, <laughs> hey, can I get a plaque? The producer here is in the mail before anybody. Yeah, I noticed your channel has more subscribers than Chief Keef does. Did you know that? Uh, I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure. If I was to like keep dropping like big artists, my channel would be way, oh, way, yeah. you know, but I didn't, I didn't, um, like I was just so in the mix. I didn't think like to negotiate, like, let me drop it on my page. Like, I just was like, huh, here y'all, here go the video. Here yeah. go. Like, I'm not, I wasn't in the negotiating, arguing, like, no, but let's drop it on my page. Or let's like, you know, so, so I just was like, here you go. So now I just use it for like up and coming artists to help them to, you know, have a platform. But mm -hmm. I'm not, like, I think I'm further into the movie side of things that I'm not so big on YouTube no more. So it's like, I, I did, it got the few plaques from it. If you want to use it, here you go. But I'm not just like, let me grow this channel. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just not, it's like, I did it, accomplished that, now let's move on from it. I'm not steady trying to just stay there because YouTube is cool, but that's not the top where I'm trying to go. Like, it might be for somebody else to just get 10 million subscribers and blow up, just, but that's not where I'm personally trying to go. So I'm just not just focused on that. I'm trying to do stuff outside of YouTube. I'm trying to do, t like, I had a video on BT, like, the other day, like I'm just, I'm just doing stuff that's you know that range versus just YouTube. Like, yeah. if if YouTube go away today and everybody's just banking on YouTube, then what? Yeah, <laughs> it's like if YouTube go down, a lot of people go go down. No so it's like I'm just putting stuff everywhere, so you just not depending on one thing. Like if I if I put a movie, I'll get paid from a movie. It's gonna get paid forever. I can put that on a hard copy and sell you my movie. Like, you're not taking your videos off YouTube trying to sell a music video. Like, how am I, like, you know what I'm saying? So it's just, I'm just thinking outside of the box for it. It's like, okay, I got two plaques from YouTube. All right, we good. Like, if I come back and revisit it just to blow it up some more, I can. But right now, that's just not my focus for real. Yeah. What was it like working with Fredo, man? Man, Fredo was like one of the only ones that was like really my homie outside of rap. Like it was a few of them that I like talked to when we not talking about videos, but Fredo, like every time I was in LA, I was calling Fredo. Like Fredo, what you on? I'm out here, he slide to the crib. Like we'd just be over there. I think it was a time I fell asleep on Fredo couch. They were smoking so much. It was, a, it was the uh, Big Homies video with him and Max O'Cream. Like they had pounds in the video and they just, <laughs> Fredo didn't go to sleep. Like, I fell asleep. It was the next morning, and Fredo was still sitting at the table. I think it might have been him just by himself. Like, he just didn't go to sleep. Like, he was just sitting there smoking. I'm like, bro, you haven't been to sleep? I literally fell asleep on the man's couch. 
I think that's when we shot big homies and then pass pass me my double cup. Okay. But like Fredo was really like my homie that I met during that time that like I really talked to him outside because he had uh, he had DM me. I had posted out too long ago. He had DM me one day. It was like. Man, where is you at? I do not want them to shoot my video. I need AZ production. <laughs> like, he really did. Like, he used to always hit me like, hey, bro, somebody just shot my video. Can I send it to you to edit? Like, they don't know what they're doing. Like, he always just wanted me to do his stuff. So, but by them being in L.A. and I was in Atlanta, it was just kind of hard, me just going back and forth. But, yeah, that was, that was, um, that was like, really my homie, homie, for real, outside of, like, just music videos. Yeah. Yeah. And you got a lot of unreleased footage with them, right? I got a lot of unreleased footage of everybody. Because <laughs> it's like, cause like I, I used to uh, stay with Yo Gotti for like three months. Like, I was on during the time of the uh, CM7 right before that came out. Okay, yeah. So I got a lot of home studio footage. We was on the road, and we didn't get to put all of it out. So it's like, I still got a lot of footage of like Keith, all the Chicago stuff. Like, I got a lot of footage. I never delete nothing. Like, I literally got the footage, like, I got hard drive, like, unlimited terabyte hard drive. I had posted a picture one day on my Instagram, like the hard drive was like here to here. And it was just the newer ones, the old ones. I got to like plug into the wall, plug into the computer. Like, (laughs) yeah, I never deleted nothing. At that time, I was just keeping it, but I'm glad I did because people really shoot videos and delete the footage after they shoot it. Oh, really? But it's like, I just was never big on like deleting stuff like i was always big on like keeping everything i did for some reason i guess yeah. it's a good thing because eventually i can use it oh absolutely yeah yeah documentary would go crazy man. oh yeah yeah i ain't gonna say too much but yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like i'm gonna just i had I, I posted a uh post on instagram like somebody tell netflix let's do this documentary mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just do it myself and if they want to buy it they can buy it yeah like, cause I rather, I feel like if I come to them and they give me the money for it, they gonna be able to try to tell me how to do it. But if I do it, I'm like, huh, what y'all wanna do? Yeah, you wanna if buy not, this? I keep it. You want this? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That's what, that's the way of my own. That's why I'm creating my own content type of thing. Yeah. What was it like working with Keith uh, during his rise there? Uh, it was just like. Every, let me put it like this. Every video we ever shot was never planned. Like, there was no pre-talk. I didn't even hear the song probably until I got there. <laughs> and he didn't, I didn't even have it in my email until after I left. And I was like, send me the song. How am I edit the video? Like, <laughs> like it was literally like, what you doing today? Uh, at the crib, trying to shoot? Yeah, pull up, send address. Shoot the video, put it out next day. Like, it was literally no thought process on how we was gonna do it. Like everything just happened when we got there. I'm like, you ready to shoot? Yeah. Play the song. And that's, that was the video. Like, oh shit, this song is dope. Yeah, like <laughs> I ain't hear the song most of the time. Or sometimes he'll play some and he'll be like, which one you think? And I'll pick one. But oh, okay. sometimes he'll already know, like he'll just record it, like, oh, I gotta shoot this. And he just called me and we just shoot it for real. So it was just really like nothing was never planned. Like we never had a planned video shoot. Unless it was like, only thing that was possibly planned, he was like, you want to shoot again tomorrow? But it wasn't no like idea to it. Like, hey, we should start the, nothing was planned. Yeah. Like nothing. Do you feel like that raw organic vibe kind of helped grow? Yeah, for sure. Like it was just them and, them, them and their element and I just recorded them. Like that's what it was. Like 
like that don't like video shoot when they was all jumping around they really just be walking around like that with their shirt so it's just like <laughs> record all right, just record this like yeah. that was, we was just all there like and they it just blew up it's just we just catching them in the element everybody was already over there and they had hit um i don't remember who called who but they had called and you just went over there to shoot the video it was no like like I say, playing videos, just yeah. like, hey, we all over here, let's shoot something. It just came about. What's it been like watching Dirk go from, you know, shooting his first videos into right now, he's probably the hottest That's artist. That's crazy. I literally just listened to something we was talking about down the way. Uh, I'm like, this man got a song with Chris Brown. So I think I had, I called him when he had did the Drake song. I had hollered at him about that. And he was telling me how it had happened and all that. And I'm like, That's crazy. And then it's just like, like he was really the, like the ones that really just like kept like going for real. Like, but yeah, I just was listening to something. He had Chris Brown's song with like Chris Brown, Young Thug, Mulatto, that go crazy. Oh, yeah. He, he okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, it, it's definitely crazy to see the growth of him back then to him now. Like, it's like a big, you know, change. Like, he really, you know, made it for real. Yeah. And you still got a good relationship with him, too, right? Yeah, I still be talking to him on Instagram and stuff like that, but he still shoot a lot of his videos, like, on like, hey, I'm trying to shoot some, and I just be doing so much, and I can't just up and go to, you know, where they be at and stuff like, now that I got kids and stuff. Back then, I was just me, like, what you doing? Nothing, all right, about to pull up. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It ain't as easy. I have, we have stuff planned out ahead of time, so, but yeah, I still be talking to him. I think I talked to him like two days ago. What was it like working with Vaughn on Crazy Story? Uh, I knew that song was going to blow up. Well, even Dirk knew, because Dirk sent me the song. It was like, well, what's crazy is they shot a video to that song before I shot it. They shot a video to it. They didn't like the video. Oh, shit. So they called me. It was like, hey, Dirk hit me. It was like, hey, Vaughn got this song. It's like a story. I know you'll go crazy on it. I'm like, okay, send me the song. So I remember I, uh, he sent me the song. Me and my wife was in the back in my office. I played the song. I walked away. He like, mm, mm, uh, got a chop. Uh. I'm like, hold up. So when he got the saying, the stuff he was saying, I was visualizing it yeah, in my head. Like... I'm like, bro, this is gonna blow up. I'm literally jumping around, going crazy to this. Like, I'm like, this gonna go. This gonna go up. Like, I knew it was gonna be big. I think we shot the video like a few. We was supposed to shoot it like the next day or so, but it rained. And then I think a few days after that, we had ended up shooting it. I, I got it back to him. They they put it out. On World Star, they put it out on World Star, and then it just it just went up. Like, yeah. yeah, it wasn't too much we had to like get for the video. I think I had got the house, and I was like, you could just be telling your homies the story, mm-hmm. and we could just insert the clips of, you know what I'm saying? So we did that, and then the, the scene with the Jeep, he did right outside the house, <laughs> and then the scene with him driving, he did that around the block. And then I think the last scene that we really had to drive to was the store when he pulled up with the girl and when he hopped out, it was like, I saw the op. I'm like, you know, yeah. that was the only part we had to like go somewhere. But other than that, everything was shot in the same location. Yeah, it's like his lyrics told the whole story yeah, so for it you. Like, it's like, you just got to follow exactly, his lead on that like, one. What's the treatment for that? Like, he's rapping the treatment. <laughs> like, it's nothing else. Like, that's what he's going to do what he say in the song. Like, yeah. yeah. Makes you wonder how the first director fucked that one up. Yeah, I don't know what. What he did, I know they shot it in Chicago in O Block, so it's like I don't know if they did it in the storyline match. Oh, okay, it was probably yeah. just a run and gun type of vid, so they probably want to get more in detail, like have him do what he was saying. He yeah. probably was just rapping the song, so I think that's probably what happened. Yeah. 
How'd you end up shooting 21 Savage uh, Red Ops? Uh, let me see. Oh, I ain't got my phone. I'm trying to see. I I don't know if I DM'd him or he DM'd me, but one of us DM'd each other and said, "Let's work." I don't remember who it was, but one of us messaged one of each each other and said, "Let's work." And um, he was like, um, he sent me his number. I hit him. We were supposed to shoot a whole different song, and literally like five minutes before I was finna pull up. He switched the song, like, no, I want to shoot this. And I'm like, this is going crazier than the other song he yeah. sent me. So I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And we shot it. I put a preview out to it on my YouTube page. It went up, I think, like 30,000 views on the 30-second preview. Because, you know, they was into that Chicago drill, so that fit right in with it. Yeah. I said, oh, this is about to blow up. And we put the video out. It blew up. I think it got over like a hundred million right now. So yeah, yeah. one twenty six when I counted the. Other yep, day. yep. I knew something. I knew yeah. it was over a hundred for sure. Yeah, that song kind of catapulted his career too. No, for sure. He had at that time that video was his first video hit a million views. Like he had no other like everything else like skirt skirt and yeah. all that was like hundred thousands. Red Ops his first video to hit a million views. Yeah, I think it's still. With like solo wise, it's like it's one of his top like you know solo highest viewed videos. And I think I shot the other one that's like his solo highest viewed, no heart. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but I think this highest viewed video. Wait, I think it is no heart. Yeah, I think his highest viewed video is no heart. But everything else is like feature. Like that post Malone stuff don't count. <laughs> that's post Malone. <laughs> yeah, that's that a cheat code song. right there. Yeah, that, that'll count. Yeah, that'll count. <laughs> Do you feel like that kind of that video kind of stamped you in Atlanta? Like, yeah, you can blow up these Chicago artists, but now you can also blow up in Atlanta. Uh, too. As far as I was already doing videos with artists in Atlanta, like years before that was like Jose Guapo, Rich Kids. So I was shooting other Atlanta videos, but it was like I was just going back and forth. You know, it's like I saw the video for Rich the Kid. When his name was Black Boy the Kid. Oh, really? Like okay. nobody even know who that is. Like his name was Black Boy. <laughs> What's up, podcast land? It's your boy C. Diddy, one half of the realest podcast ever. Are you tired of the same boring, unoriginal podcast that lack depth, originality, and substance? Well, I got a solution for you. Join us here every Monday and Thursday on Revolt Podcast Network for the realest podcast ever, where we bring you the best in entertainment news, fashion, sports, music reviews, politics, and street culture with a mixture of the most powerful guests that you're going to find anywhere on the internet. Join us every Monday and Thursday for the realest podcast ever. For the kid, <laughs> he was like, it was around the time he was uh, with Travis Porter, like in a little entourage. Mm -hmm. Like I shot a video of him when he was there, but that was the first video in Atlanta that I did that was like, I wouldn't even say a popping Atlanta artist because he wasn't popping yeah. at the time, but that definitely blew up for sure. Out in Atlanta, some Atlanta video that I did that blew up. That was probably the first show. So, at what point in your career did you realize, man, I gotta hire some help here too, man? Help me on set. Um, I would say some years ago, like, cause I used like I started to get like big budget videos, and I tried to do it myself, and I'm like, I can't do all this myself. <laughs> like trying to light it and shoot it. No, I had like, I know I need help. Like, it's not, it's not gonna work. So probably like. What's this, 2021? So probably like 2015, 16. Okay. Oh, that's when I was like, I need like, whether it be like a smaller and I need just a helping hand or something like that. Yeah. So what's your role today if, when you're on set? 
Do you even pick? Do you even touch a camera now? If it's like a like, I like to be hands on. Like if it's like a big big budget, I'll be on my directors. You know. Like, cause I have to see what's going on. But if it's something where it's like running gun, like it got a treatment, but it's more running gun. Where I don't have to put too much thought, I'll do it. But cause you know, like it's just because I like to be hands on. Like I just like the way my I shoot. Like somebody can't do the same movements as me. So I'm like, let me see that real quick, you know, and just do it that way. But if I if I don't have to touch the camera, I love just sitting in that chair and look at the screen. <laughs> yeah. How'd you link up with Jerry Productions? How I link up with Jerry. You guys were a strong team there for a minute. Man. Oh yeah, we was going crazy. We did some Pablo Juan, some Dirks. How I link with Jerry. Probably having so much stuff going on. <laughs> How did me and Jerry link, bro? I don't know, but Jerry, we had. Um, I'm trying to see like when was the first time I met Jerry. When I met Jerry, Jerry didn't even know how to drive a car. <laughs> like I was driving my straight and Jerry's like, I'm like, you wanna drive? He's like, I don't know how to drive. Now Jerry got Benzes and Durango <laughs> SRTs. Like when I met Jerry, he would not know how to drive. Cause Jerry not that uh oh, he was like young at the time. Like, oh, really? He might be like twenty three, so at that time he was probably like nineteen or something. Like, I don't know how we linked, but I think we crossed paths from just like shooting. And then we just linked like that. And then he used to come to Atlanta, stay at my crib, and he used to just be vibing. And the first video we linked on was the Pablo and Peso video, Where I Come From. Okay. Like, we, you know what? I think I think he had just bought a new camera. So I think, or well, I bought a new camera, and I shot it. He edited it, or he edited it. I shot it whichever way it was. And we just started going crazy with the collabs from there. We just had a whole little streak of just going crazy. And then, yeah. It just took off, for real. But at that time, he had already shot, like, Try Me from Dave's Loaf and all that before okay. that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I just interviewed BLB, and he mentioned that um, directors are the new A&Rs. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, people, A&Rs come to me. Who hot right now? <laughs> who, who's, who bubbling in the city? Or who you been shooting for? Like, yeah, definitely. Because we can find an artist, shoot the video, and the video blow up. Or... It's like you putting them on a platform, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, like I just shot videos for people in A&R's and people are like, hey man, who is this? I want to sign this person. Like just for me just posting on Instagram, mm -hmm. people that got situations and you know what I'm saying? Like even though I don't deal with the YouTube stuff no more, just me doing Instagram stuff, like everybody still follow me. So they see, they watching, like they might not like everything, but they're watching it. Like, oh, yeah. who is this? Like, like, but if they see something they like, just best believe. They DM me, like, I done had big rappers hit me, like, hey, who was that you just posted? Link me up with them, and just, like, I don't know what happened, but it, it gonna connect, like, yes. it, it can happen. So shooting movies now, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so I take it this is probably something you've been wanting to do, right? Yeah, that was always my goal, like, once I was doing the music video stuff, I always wanted to get into films. So I recently just dropped a short film but I'm gonna change it into a, a longer feature film. I just did it as a short just to, like, all right, let me see. All right, this, I'm just letting y'all know this what I'm doing now. So, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm, I'm, but I got a bunch like that's written and ready to go. I just gotta shoot it for real. You write them yourself? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, write them myself. Yeah, talk about the challenge that comes with doing movies compared to, hey, I'm pulling up shooting the video. <laughs> you know what's crazy? It's easier to shoot a movie than a music video. Really? A music video process can take like three weeks just to shoot the video. 
Like, and it's like a headache three weeks. It's not like you just creating. It's like, hey, send us a treatment. Oh, can you send us your banking round info? Oh, never mind. Send us your PayPal. Oh, never mind. Hey, can you send us another version of this? Like, you know what? We're going to switch the date. We're going to shoot it next week. You know what? Never mind. He canceled. We want to shoot a whole nother song. Like, when you shoot a movie, it's just me being creative, shooting on this day. When I get there, it's fun. Like, it's not like, where's the rapper? Oh, he here an hour late. Oh, but hold on. Let me get my haircut real quick. Like, it's just <laughs> my set. It's me. Like, you, and then when I do it, nobody can tell me what to change. It's my content. Like, yeah. I, you can't be like, change the color on it. Like, you can't. It's mine. Like, you can give me suggestions. Like, hey, bro, what you think about? And I'm like, yeah, or I might say no, but I don't have to, like a label, can you take that out of the video? It's like, you just got to do it. Like, that's what they want. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I just, I just, like, I never like to work for people. So I feel like me shooting music videos is still working for people. So I feel like if I'm shooting my own films and doing my own content, nobody can tell me what to do. I work for myself. So I just sit back and realize, like, I'm still working for somebody in a sense. Like, if I get booked for a video, you hire me to do something, so I work for you. Like, even though I work for myself, I'm working for somebody. But creating my own content is like, I literally work for nobody. Like, yeah. it's just me. Like, like, me and my wife started a YouTube page. I got the For Shooters Only YouTube page. I'm about to get up and going. And this is like, I just record it and put it out myself. I have to get no approval. No, we want to <laughs> drop it on Wednesday. I, I can do it, put it out myself. And it's like, I'd rather do it that way. Yeah, talk to us about the four shooters only, man. Yeah, for shooters only, uh, I think I got a hoodie on right now. But yeah, it was for, um, it's to help up and coming directors and it's a clothing brand. Well, I started as a clothing brand. And it was like just some cool clothes that we can wear on set that's not like, like cheesy, like, and you know, they have them Amazon clothes. They be like, edit, sleep. Like, you know, I like, this like got a ring to it, it's for shooters only. Like, it's for us. Like, somebody else can wear it. Like, I got shirts that got different designs. It's like a half gun, half camera, and you don't even shoot videos and you wear it. Like, so it's like cool stuff that be like, this for shooters only, but you wearing it. So it's like, you wearing something that's a part of us, like the directors. Cause like I said, we get the short end of the stick. Academics and all the say cheeses. And, as for rappers, they not posting directors. Mm -hmm. So now I just translated it to like, all right, now this is a, a place for the show directors work. Like this is for us, like giving us a platform. So now I'm about to, you know, Monday start it back up and really get the going now that I'm just like on my own content type thing. I got time to really promote and shoot content for that. You know what I'm saying? So, and I'm also like signing other directors and videographers because it'll be somebody to hit me up like, hey man, I got this much, and it's like, I charge way more, but instead of turning it down, it's like, okay, look, I got a list of shooters right here, you can pick one, and I'll executive produce it, I'll help them with it, or I'll help them with the edit, or, you know what I'm saying, something like that, where it's like, it's still a part of me, but it's not fully me, but it's like, we still got the work, like, I'll probably come to the video shoot, and, you know what I'm saying, like, you'll get the full experience, it's not gonna be like half, like, whatever it is, but it's like, for that price, that it'll just be one of my other shooters shooting it type thing, but yeah. it's the same thing. I got you. Yeah. Did you have to talk your wife into the vlog or was she down for it? It was really her idea oh, yeah. some years ago, <laughs> but I was just so busy. I was like, we don't have nothing to record. Like we don't have nothing. To, like I used to always like, wait till we go out of town or something or like, but now that I see it's just like, 
it just like people just putting up whatever, like just daily stuff, vlogging. So now that I got more time, I'm on my own whole my content wave. We can do it. So I think we didn't, we didn't been at it for like a month now, and we got like 1,400 subscribers on our page. So we're just gonna keep going and you know just keep keep at it for real. Yeah, feel that. What's next, man? Anything else? Movies and more movies. Some I'm gonna do some series and stuff. But for the most part, movies and series and documentaries. Like I'm on my own, like I haven't said enough content. Like I'm just tired of the whole music videos. I feel like I'm doing the same thing over every single day. Like if you say, what you trying to do for the video? They say the, the same, well, I'm gonna see if you know, this is how bad this probably is. What, what's the top three things you think they ask for when they ask for a music video? <laughs> um. That like an up and coming rapper or any rapper? Say? Any rapper, like the top, like the, the most three typical things that they would need. Girls, cars, Girls, cars, cars, and guns. Just about. So I, I was going to say a house, okay. girls, and cars. And you only shoot videos, you said two or three. That's how you know it's the same thing. Like I literally wake up, the models, the cars, a trap house, or a mansion, and we shoot it over and over it's like i did that a hundred sometimes like it's boring now like i don't be excited about doing it now if i'm about to do something that i normally don't do like oh we got a treatment to it and it's like nah that's exciting because it's more film like it's like more movie like but if mm -hmm. it's just like pull up to the trap put the bricks on the counter girls over here <laughs> naked it's like how many times we gonna do this like so i'll just be tired of doing it so i'm really just like staring away from doing it for real yeah i feel you man all right, Zay, any shout-outs before we wrap it up? I don't even be with nobody to shout nobody out. Shout-out to my wife and my family. Uh, yeah, that's really it. I don't even, like, pretty. I be in the house, bro. Like, I can even shout nobody out if I wanted to. Shout-out to my kids, my family. That's about it, for real. She like my car, she like how my Ford you ride. She see me with the stars, now she wanna know me now. Uh-uh, What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Dr. Shonda. And Chanel. And we're here from the Double Dose Podcast. We are one set of twins with two different perspectives. We both have faced many challenges in career, life, and relationships. And we are transparent about how we've relied on our faith to overcome them. If you want to hear us discuss current events, pop culture, and relationships, and everything else in between, tune in to the Double Dose Podcast. And it's brought to you exclusively by the Revolt Podcast Network. Anchored in hip-hop, powered by creators. <laughs>